This is Rebecca Foster, and you are listening to Andy Clark on Severn FM. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on Seven FM. You might want to know what's going on today. It's all changed, yeah? It's all changed, isn't it? I don't know. I just thought I'd do something different. Well, I recognise this one. Yeah, it's the called... F- listen. There's a lot of tears to picky days in this, mate. Oh, yeah, your favourite. There's a lot of tears in the lightning tree. Yeah. What, what's this from, then? I don't know. I recognise it. Actually, I, I conned you because I played the ATV opening identity. See, I'd music. have got that one. ATV, Associated Television, yeah, yeah. which became Central. Yeah. Um, but it actually wasn't put out by Central. This was put out by... Dun, 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 dun. What was that? Yorkshire um, TV. Okay. Yeah, have a listen to this Tears to Pick It Eight coming out now, mate. Ready? That's a bit of minor there. What if Mark Ferret is listening? Morning, Mark, if you are. Here barely, we go. Barely, barely. Major now. Do you not remember this? No. It so had a lady it in it called tree. No, it had a lady in it called Gillian Blake. who was well fit, and one of those sort of quite young, very, very quite posh English accents. Um, I don't. Yeah, well, I recognise the farm. Song. What was this? What was the um, program called? I'm not telling you. Can't look it up. Oh no. So she was called Gillian Blake, and she played a girl called Dora, I think, or Dara. Oh, I'm really struggling. The theme tune was done by, um, not the Seekers. Oh, what were they called? Brotherhood of Man? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, do you, you do recognise it? I recognise the song, yeah. Right, let I... me know, guys, if you know what it is. I bet if Mark Farrett is listening, he'll know what it is. Is that because he's old? <clears throat> he's the same age as me, isn't he? Right, same age as yeah. Old. Old, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it then. <laughs> yeah, I recognise. Oh, that's really frustrating when that happens. So we're having a sort of a, like a, a kids' TV theme today. Oh, I love it. As well as the letter P. I love it, and a bit of Eurovision. A bit of Eurovision. Yeah, got yeah. Petula Clark coming up at three minutes past nine. Because it's uh, tonight, isn't it? It's tonight, mate. It's. Not... Uh, have you bet? No. Yeah, I can't watch it. Well, it's got a new feature as well, which is what's Clark you've been watching on telly this week. I saw that. So we got lots <laughs> to talk about on that. Yeah, but the trouble is with having that as a feature. I'm hopeless as a co-host because I'll be mm-hmm. going. What's that? I don't know. Don't know that. It's the end now. Just, I'll just play the end, all right? It was on Yorkshire television in the 70s. It was about a farm. I really... And it had Arthur English in it. Remember he was in uh, Are You Being Served? Oh, he was the uh, caretaker guy, wasn't he? He was the guy, caretaker, he? yeah. He was. Oh, I really... I don't know. I, I don't think I'll get that. Someone might. And they will. Well, let's leave it for now. All right. Okay. Okay, so, what is going on today? I've got a coffee, which is like just hot water with milk in it, which isn't very nice. <laughs> it oh, is... Paddington Bear. Oh, yes, that's going on in the background. Oh, I'm going to get distracted by all this. You are. Six days till payday. Oh, that's good. Okay. Are you going to get paid? With you? Oh, I'm more important. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah, six days, so hopefully he'll collect the caravan next weekend. Six Job days till the caravan's old. Yeah. 13 days till the Champions League, not interested. Uh, 28 <laughs> days till Father Day, interested. Yeah. 82 days till the A-level results, all right? Interested? I'm not interested. No, no. nor me. GCSE, 
Interested? Yeah, interested in that. My daughter's taking them. Christmas, 216. 22, uh, 223, uh, 2016. I got that as well. I was there. Yeah, I was you, there. You, you'd already done, you planned it, hadn't you? I was. I'd worked <clears> out. <throat> right. Today's day's uh, Morning Radio Wise Guy Day in the US. We should be on that, shouldn't we? Definitely we should be. <laughs> uh, Penny Day in the US. What's that? National Taffy Day. Taffy Day? Is that as in the Welsh? Or is that the food? <laughs> it's not a food called Taffy. Yeah, it is. No. There is. Look it's, it up. What's Taffy? Toffee? No, Taffy. Look it up. Really? Yeah, yeah, really. But when you drink about when the slightly insulting name for the Welsh, mm. that's from the River Taff, isn't it? I don't know. I wouldn't know anything about insulting, insulting <laughs> the Welsh. Because <laughs> there's a River Taff, isn't there, in Wales? I thought that's where it came from. So I've been listening to, um, I've, I've got the whole works of Alexander, of um, Arthur Conan Doyle. Ooh, um, you, yeah, Sherlock Holmes. And one of the stories... <laughs> He was reading out, it was because it's an audio book, so I was listening to it while I was mowing the lawn yesterday in the field, and the guy was going, and he, she is of, uh, of Welsh blood and very hot-blooded. And it was almost like, it was obvious, because she was Welsh, she was going to kick off. Ah, right. Isn't it? Yeah. Really? I live in the middle of so them four. Which coat is that jacket? <laughs> Austerity protest in Manchester today at the Piccadilly Gardens at 12 noon. Uh, the RHS uh, Chelsea Flower Show continues until the air it ends today actually on the 23rd oh, get you clarkson hammond and may live odyssey arena belfast presenters jeremy clarkson richard hammond and james may host the motoring showcase which features a theat- uh, theatrical arena track-based festivals and motoring stunts the okay. bbc declined to renew Cl- uh, clarkson's contract in march after a physical altercation with the producer on the top gear program do you watch Lund- do you watch w1a uh, I saw the second series on, and I was going to ask you if you were watching it, because yeah. I enjoyed the first series, but I haven't watched the second series yet. So, they, um, <laughs> they talked about this, so obviously it has been done quite recently. Yeah. And, um, they just kept talking to, about Jeremy, and then they bleeped out his surname. <laughs> and then they talked about Top Gear, um, what did they call it? The comedy, the co- drama comedy shows. <laughs> Are you right about Taffy? It's like a, isn't it like a, a, a vegetarian thing? Well, it says it's a type of chewy, often coloured candy. That's right. But I was right as well. Oh, it was yeah. a colloquial sometimes, how do you say that? Racist. Per- perjurative term for a resident of the Valley of the River Taff in not, Wales. Not really sure, to be honest. There we go. Yeah. Irish referendum result on whether or not to allow gay marriage uh, vote was yesterday. Yeah. Result expected about 5pm. Yes, actually the vote was the day before, wasn't it? Uh, no, vote was yesterday. The, the result's not out yet. Okay. When so will I... the result be out today? Uh, I think it's later today, yeah. 5pm. Okay. Uh, this week, National Ep- Epilepsy Week ends on the 24th of May. Dying Matters Awareness Week um, ends the 24th of May. Action for Brain Injury Week ends the 24th of May. And National Walk to School Week uh, ends the same day as well. It's oh, all happening. And um, are you a bit cold? It is quite nippy, yeah. yeah I uh, think Are my pokey bits poking out? Because I feel like they are. I don't know. I thought you'd sort of squash them. Scam my wheel nuts. Right. Uh, today's birthdays. <laughs> <clears throat> Today's birthday is Joan Collins. Ooh. She's 174. Oh, that's uh, right. Born in 1821. Yeah. Uh, no, 1933. She is in for 82. Good grief. She doesn't look it, does she? she no. Star of Dynasty at the scheming uh, as the scheming Alexis Colby. Her middle name is Henrietta. Ooh, that's a little, she, little known fact. Mm. She was in ITV's Benidorm in 2014 as well. Oh, yeah, cat bit of a cameo. Yeah, definitely. Johnny Ball, Think of a Number and all that stuff. The man who made maths popular on TV with Think of a Number show. He also once drummed with the Beatles. Oh, and, of course, he's fathered Zoe Ball, hasn't he? I never knew he drummed with the Beatles. Yeah, everybody knew that. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, what else is going on? Martin McGuinness, Northern Irish um, polit- politician, Sinn Féin member and Deputy First Minister in Northern Ireland, is 65 today, also a former member of the Provisional IRA, who used to handle an awful lot of guns. Right. Allegedly. Okay. Um, Drew Carey, American actor, comedian and game show host, n- known for his... Uh, for the pond... Known over the pond for his sitcom, The Drew Carey Show. Do you know oh, him? Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm not. I've heard of him. I haven't seen the show. George Osborne. He's actually younger than us. He's only 44. Blimey. Very white, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, very white and wide and evil looking. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Mm. <laughs> 1971 he was born. Wow. And dual American singer who sold over 30 million albums is 41 today. You miss it. Well, actually, we haven't got there. Of course, the very important one. My mate, uh, Richard Jones, bases with the Stereophonics. Isn't it? Uh, Those and bags and glad drags. That's what I was going to say. Were you? Okay. So I it for you. Yeah, so right. we played them last week, then we stereophonics. Uh, uh, oh, no, that's no. got a week's time. Yeah. Just on that point, did you know that we are on the hundred and ninety-first show today? Whoa! And in nine more, because I can do maths, look, then we will have done two hundred shows. shows. Well, I will. You haven't, but I will. I haven't done two hundred. No. Mind you, we done fifty, I think, on the no forty-nine. I think on Monkey Madness, it goes quick, doesn't it? God, doesn't it go quick, Paul? Doesn't it go quick? Doesn't it go quick? Yes, it goes quick. Doesn't it? It's the quickness of it all, isn't it? Are we going to get all the presenters in to celebrate the two hundredth show? Um, well, it's not their show, is it? So no. <laughs> okay. So you want me here? Well, yeah, you can come okay. in if you want. So we're going to start off with a bit of PM Dawn, um, and this is something that you will hopefully recognise, Paul. It's um, remember this? Yes. Bit of Spanday Ballet. True. Ripped off. At the time, I thought, how disgusting, but actually, it's become a bit cultish, this. And of course, Tony Hadley yep. sang at the end, didn't he, on it? He did. Cast adrift by memory cement. I can't remember the lyrics. Good, though. Set adrift on a memory bliss. That's the one. Here we go. 8.13, it's 7FM. It's the 23rd of May. It's a Saturday. Clarky and Paulie Boy in the studio live. Coming up after this, we'll be talking more rubbish, and then we've got more peas.
keep control, I don't take too kind. Christina Applegate, you gotta put me on. But guess who's a piece of the cake was Jack Thorne? She broke a wishbone and wished for a sign. I told her whispers in my heart were fine. What did she think she could do? I feel for her, I really do. And I stared at the ring finger on her hand. I wanted her to be a big PM Dawn fan, but I have to put her right back with the rest. That's the way it goes. I guess. Baby, you send me www.7fm.com to get the latest news, local sport, and brand new music. True story. Indeed. Hi there. Technical error, technical error, too many buttons, too many buttons. I don't have much. Plus, <laughs> no. Plus, I uh, didn't sleep very well, so that's a good you're, excuse. You're definitely more state. I am, am I? Yeah. I feel like I'm okay, though. I'm in a good mood. No, you're dull and boring. Oh, and shut your face. I'll kill you. <laughs> um, so what you been watching on telly? Nothing. Right, good. Let's get that out of the way. So what I've been watching on telly is a number of programmes this week. Actually, this is quite a lot. <laughs> okay. So no offence. Have you been watching no offence? No, but I've seen advertising. It makes me laugh because that's what you say. And you you didn't notice in my email I put no offence. Oh, did you? Yeah. I wouldn't have read it. No, you did read it. Follows a group of police officers on the front line wondering what they did to end up where they are on the ugly side of Manchester. Keeping these streets clean is a herculean Herculean. Herculean task. And I can't do the accent. Sort of like. (laughs) Enough to demoralise even the keenest rookie, but there's a reason these cops are on this force. As the never-ending rabble of the local estates pours in. Inspector Vivian Deering, the, the station's sharp, funny. She's, she is funny. Absolutely. Peculiar. She's also very large. Yeah. In a large way. <laughs> a nice cup of tea. And hard as they come boss, and her team led by really fit, DC Dina Kowalaski, smart but impetuous, stuck in the middle, single mother in her 30s, likes it. Yeah. And DC Joy... Uh, doesn't say that. And DC Joy <laughs> Freer's bottomed up so tight she might pop. Um, yes, yeah, so it's good. It's on ITV... On, uh, I don't know, because I didn't put it at the end of this. <laughs> Can't remember. There's a rude word in there you did well not to read. Channel 4 as well. The nasty yeah, bees for the sewer rats they are. There you go. It's on Channel 4. Okay. I don't know when, though. All right. But you've been watching how many? How far in is the series? Uh, so we're on episode 3. So Karen, we watched the first series and Karen said, oh, I ain't really into this. It's not doing it for me. But it's written by the guy who wrote Shameless. Okay. So it's got to be good. Should be challenging then. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I've also been watching Madam Secretary yeah, as well, which is an have, American yeah. political oh, drama. Oh, that one, yeah. No, no. Uh, a drama television series created by Barbara Hall and executive producer by Laurie McCreary and Morgan Freeman. Oh, he's good. I like Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. 
It stars the well lovely Tiona Leone. Look, T- Tia Leone. You know who she is? No, I've heard very you talk nice. about her before. She's got very nice eyes. You made me look her up on Google. And Elizabeth Faulkner McCord, as okay. a, uh, a CIA analyst who is promoted to unit United States Secretary of State, Sky Living at 9pm. Oh, I've seen it advertised. So she is married to Fox Mulder. Who? The guy who's in, um, what's his real name? Oh, um, sorry, Mulder and Scully. Yeah. In, um, what's his name? Oh, dear. David Trishnoshny or something. Dukovny. Dukovny. Yeah. Yeah. So she is lovely. Did you yeah. ever watch something called, um, oh, it was about an asteroid hitting the Earth. And yes. Morgan Freeman was in that and her. Oh, no, sorry, I'm getting muddled. Oh, are you? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, oh I was right. about Convenient the, fake, for the you. fake spaceship that went up that I watched. The fake That's spaceship? They all thought oh, they were on a spaceship yeah. going to Mars. From the weren't. 1960s. And it was all orange and sort of turquoise. No, everything. no, it was on recently. What was that called? Yeah, no, it was... It oh, it was set in the 60s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, it, not oh, only do I not watch stuff, I don't remember man. it. You silly man. Oh, you're <laughs> such a bird. Uh, and there's something which uh, I do slightly remember from when I was a little girl, the Enfield Haunting. Oh, now, I wanted to watch this, and I've missed the first couple Don't, of episodes. Well, you've missed all of it, because three. Okay. So just get it back on, watch again, Some, listen to Look, or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, okay. So, uh, this is a three-part drama based on the notorious events of autumn 1977, when a poltergeist was said to be active in a North London council house. The bizarre happenings gripped the nation and became the most documented paranormal case in British history. Wow. The period setting was powerfully evol- evoked. All brownie beige decor, curling cigarette smoke, quilted anoraks, wince... Where did you say that? Winciet? Winciet, yeah. Winciet bedspreads. Some mothers do have them on the TV. And Starsky and... Oh, yeah, it did have... Some mothers do have them. He was doing that stunt where he was on the roller skates. Oh, that was And he broke brilliant. his arm doing that. Really? Yeah, in real life. Uh, on the TV and Starsky and Hutch posters on schoolgirls' bedroom walls, yeah. which I thought, oh my god, I had that poster. Hang on. Oh, go on. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, <laughs> and of course, two very famous actors, in fact, three, I suppose, called in to investigate were rookie amateur Morris Gross, played by Timothy Spore. Oh, yeah. Him of um, Arvida Same Pet yeah, and originally. Harry Potter. Yeah, loads of stuff. And skeptical expert Guy Playfair, Matthew McFadden. Of course, Matthew McFadden. Is famous for spooks and other stuff. Oh, and he's a bit okay. of a ladies' man, and I think he—I would imagine he would be like play Darcy in something. Yeah, uh, okay. whose book this haunt is haunted? The drama is based. So we watched it, and it's one of them things where it's like, well, can we watch it now? And Karen's like, oh, it's, no, I don't want to watch it now. It's dark. It's like, <laughs> both, ep- but all three episodes. When I went to bed, I had to have the quilt over my head and have just a little gap. Really? Yeah. What's wrong with me? Uh, no, that's fair enough. I'm nearly fifty. I, and I, I am still scared of monsters getting me. So I think this... It was also a film recently. Monsters are real. And I watched the film recently, and it was really good. What, of this? Yeah, I'm sure it was a film as well. Well, if you go on to, um, go on to YouTube and put in The Enfield Haunting... Yeah. It comes up with real footage from Nationwide. And the guy, Morris, um, Morris Gross, he actually talks to you about it all. And, he, oh and, you, and you actually see the girl, the real girl. Oh, gosh. And he interviews them and everything. And it's quite, um, it's quite surreal. Because she talks in this real... You know, she, she's got a very sort of like voice like this. And then she talks like this. <laughs> so I... Paul of the devil, Paul of the devil. There was a film, that's it. The Enfield Poltergeist. I watched fairly recently. It was oh, a yeah. British film and it was good. Yeah, mm. it's good. 
There we go. I can't stop thinking about Gillian Blake in that thing that I was oh, talking okay. about earlier. Get some cold water. I don't know, but it was it just not not like that. I oh, mean, it like just that. reminds me of being a kid and the feeling that you have of being a kid when you watch telly on that little yeah. tiny square black and white. Telly. That's why I'm liking. I'm being distracted by all the background music. Oh, are you? This is Joe Ninety, isn't it? It is. There we go. There you go. <sighs> is so, it all? There's more. Oh, God, yeah, there's more. But we're going to play another song, though. Oh. We can do a quick ad break, and then we're going to play a bit of uh, Paul Simon and Graceland. We're also going to play something for a very special lady later, who's uh, just had the one bottle this morning. Uh, Paloma Faith. Not, <laughs> she's not had the bottle. Karen's had the... Uh, Karen, we're going to play this for you. In fact, I'll tell you what, Kaz. Can I call her Kaz? Yeah. Tell you what, Kaz. We're going to play Paloma Faith after this ad break, and Paul... I'm going to drop the fader, and Paul's going to uh, dedicate this to you. There we go. For being Karen. And just being there. She loves it. you. For it. Loves me? Yeah. How do you know that? Because it says here, there. What's she saying? She loves, look, um, he likes to waffle. Love you both. He likes to waffle? Well, that was my fault. What do you mean? Well, because before oh, I that... I playing it now. <laughs> no, I ain't. That's it. No, I'm not, I'm not playing it. He's in a funny mood today. No, that's it. I ain't playing it. Oh. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Till 10 on Friday evenings on 7FM, it's Bill Meek's album collection. Even more music. If you've ever had to get out of your car at the side of a motorway, you'll know how scary it is. Just imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway. So please drive carefully through roadworks. Observe all signs and speed limits. Stay in the correct lane and keep a safe distance from the car in front. Our road workers are making the road safe for all of us. So please keep the road safe for them. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South All right, we'll play it for you, Karen, even you said I waffle.
I said, if you hold it tight and put cream on the top, then you can make a proper jelly. <laughs> I know it's mad, isn't it? It's mad. Yeah, thank uh, you. This day, uh, this day today, on, in 1939, Hitler decided he wanted to move to Poland. Oh, move into Poland. Sorry. <laughs> it's not funny. Don't laugh, Paul. It's not funny. Don't you can't laugh. Sorry. Do you laughed at my Freudian slip? No. <laughs> what are you laughing at? A text you just got? I'm getting all sorts of... I'm, you know I'm multi... You, I'm, oh, it, I can't multitask. No, you're not a proper woman. You got a compliment from Karen. Oh, go on. What's she say? Uh, you wouldn't be a top radio presenter if you couldn't waffle. Oh, what a lovely lady. You like her again now, don't Karen, you? Karen, I love you in ways you would understand completely. Can I just give you a quick anecdote? Yeah, go on then. A bird I, in the hand. I haven't seen Karen for ages. Yeah. And we used to see her because she was a member of the gym where George did his grass lessons. Oh, and yeah. Coffee. Oh, yeah. So... She, her little boy was at a party near where we do karate, mm-hmm. so she said she meets for a coffee. Oh, right. Yeah, I think That's that good. was going to happen, yeah. 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 So, left my house. Uh-huh. It takes me normally about ten minutes to get to the karate place. Oh, yeah. Lovely, Ooh. Karen. Longford like Roundabout. Like yeah. Turn left. Yeah. Traffic jam. Oh. As I turn left. Do you know, it took me 45 minutes. Why? Because they combed one lane off. Pathetic. Just to protect some roadworks that were going oh. on around the corner. The traffic was just crazy. So... Oh. The one time she's bothered to drive all the way to meet for coffee, I didn't get there till the last time. And then she minutes. left. And I think she thought I'd done it deliberately. Uh, did she? You said you were going to make this story up. <laughs> I knew air. you were going to say this. Did you? <laughs> oh, have you done something with your hair today? You look, you look lovely. <laughs> look lovely, Paul. Lovely, lovely. Uh, yeah, I've done something with my hair. Lovely, Karen. We love Karen. We love Karen. <laughs> lovely. Karen. So sorry, Karen, for sorry. not being there. Yeah. Sorry for Karen for not just not really? being there, really. She lives near here. Why she, she come in and see you instead? Okay. Yeah. 1969, the BBC ordered 13 episodes of which new piloted uh, show? Without me looking? Yes. 1969. Oh, blimey. You were four. I was four. 69. Hmm. Is, is it some soap opera that continues no. to run? Drama series? No. Comedy? Yes. Uh, 69? 69. I don't know. Two, uh, two Ronnies? Oh, no. 
I haven't got a clue. Okay. Monty Python's Flying Circus. Oh. 1970, The Grateful Dead played their first gig outside of the US at the Hollywood Rock Music um, in Newcastle under Lamb, Staffordshire. Like that's oh. near where um, that's near where BT's training college is in okay. Stone. Right, true story. Been there a few times, I expect. Oh blimey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to me, 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 me. Anyway, my TV shows. <laughs> so we've done the Enfield Haunting, um, the Affair. Have you watched the Affair? Uh, no, that's something else I haven't watched. Bit of rumpy pumpy in it, <gasps> you know. I wouldn't be allowed to watch that. No, aren't you really? No, my mum would tell me to leave the room. Oh yeah, of course she'd spank you on the legs with a lettuce. <laughs> the affair is a psychological effects of an affair between. Uh... Hang on, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> between a married waitress at Hampton's Diner and a teacher who spends his summer at his in-laws' estate on the island. When Noah and, a- and Alison visit the remote Block Island and give in to their feelings for each other. They quickly learn that intimacy can be a double-edged sword. Perverts. Mm -hmm. Ace performances too, from Ruth Wilson. Wasn't she in Heidi High? No. No. Oh, no, that's Ruth Maddock. Yeah, Ruth Wilson. Do you remember Lufa? Lufa. Lufa. That's the thing you clean your back with, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's he's a a West London or East London detective. Yeah, okay. Talks like this. All right. She was a lady with a big mouth and a big lips. Do you remember her? (laughs) No. No, I, you know it's rubbish with me in TV. Okay. So, she's English anyway, right? Okay. Uh, she's playing an American. And Dominic West. Okay. Now, you will remember Dominic West because he played his pseudonym, Fred. Oh. Fred West. Okay. Yeah, got that? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, so, he played Fred West in the Fred West thing that they did on Gloucester around here. Yeah. Um, nice to have a local celebrity, in it? It's fantastic, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, when it was all happening, I had my mobile phone shop, and um, the guy, my landlord, who uh, owned the tailors in Southgate Street, yeah. my mobile phone shop was next door, um, he w- he rented out his second floor, because they were three floors, those Queen Anne buildings, massive. Yeah to the Sun and the Star and all those newspapers, and they were oh. reporting and faxing back stories. Wow. They had their phone lines put in and everything. Blimey. True story. Hell does not make uh, US actors a little bitter. Doesn't it make US actors a little bitter, do you reckon? I don't know. Yeah, You've I got this so. big American drama series made in America, set in America, about Americans, and who do they get to play the leads, Paulie boy? A couple of limeys. Ah, well. Ah, well, mate. Yeah. Yeah, they're very good at it. They certainly are. So, uh, that's good. So... We've watched one episode, but it was a bit too fruity, and of course, Stuart's watching it in 15. Oh, and, no. But we watch, we, we've got over that embarrassing thing now, so Game of Filth we watch with him. We, really? Yeah, we watch all that. That's that. I, I've not watched that yet, but that was in the papers again, wasn't it? Because there was some violent... There was a bad rape scene that happened off camera, which was really bad, apparently, and the woman was... This is in the new series. Hang on, it, what do you mean it happened off camera? So, you were left to your imagination what was going on. There was a woman watching it happen, and there was a man and a woman. He was raping her. Right. And you could hear her reaction. It was obviously a bad experience for her, as of course it would be. Uh, and it's caused a lot of fuss. And there was one American senator said she's not going to watch it anymore now because that was just gratuitous. And it's not in the original book, apparently, as well. None of it's in the original book. So as, I know a lot about it, considering as I your never watched mate, it. As your mate, um, your mate said, the guy... Simon. The bow tie and that, yeah. Mike with the bow tie. Well, he sounded like he wore a bow tie. I don't know why. <laughs> Did he have a, does he have a bow tie to wear? Down the docks. Who, who, who's this? Simon. No, the guy from the guy from Cheltenham, who rang up when Brigitte was here. Oh, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Rob. That's him, Simon. He yeah. Sh- does sound like he has a bow tie. Does he have a bow tie? He's a very clever He's man. A what were you going to say? Then? Very clever man. Okay. Cambridge Mass graduate. Is he? Yeah, Can he count? No. Okay. You normally find people who are very clever have very little common sense. 
If you gave them a piece of wood and a hammer and a nail and said, make that into a boat, they yeah. wouldn't be able to do it. No, Rob wouldn't be able to do it. No, would you? No. Okay. I would. Janine would. Yeah. I like Janine. Yeah, I know you do. You... Better than me. Yeah. <laughs> you like her better than me. <laughs> um, so the affair, that's on, that's actually on, uh, I messed that one up as well, I haven't written when it's on. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on telly anyway, somewhere. Yeah, I'll oh, watch that then if it's on telly. It could be on uh, that American... You all right with the blinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm crying. Okay. The, uh, on the inside. Laughter. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> it's time for another song. Now, this song is the Pet Shop Boys. Okay. Woohoo! Um, it's Rent. And this reminds me of 1989, and I know this because I was there, and we had a hurricane. Is that the not the, not the hurricane? The hurricane Michael 19, Fish yeah. said, "Don't worry, there won't be hurricanes." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know he made that up? He said, "What it was? Somebody's just he said, and somebody's just rang into the studio and said that there's a hurricane on its way." Well, you can rest assured there isn't. <laughs> that was one of his mates' wives. Uh, no, that was somebody in the studio said they just had a call that that was going to happen, and he made that up. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. True story. Well, maybe I may have made it up. No, no. Oh. So anyway, this one is uh, the Petrol Boys and Rent, and this reminds me of that time because I used to drive around in my little C three four three XED Metro uh, Maestro, yellow Maestro. You had a Maestro. We split up by then, by with British Telecom on the side. Oh, that one. Yeah, I used to do Barnwood and um, Brockworth and uh, Painswick area. Was right. It's rough. Okay. Quite rough at Brockworth, <laughs> especially Westfield <laughs> Avenue or Roadway. <laughs> Um, and uh, Rent and the Petrol Boys, I had their um, I had their CD. No, was it a CD? No, it was a tape. I had a tape of Actually. Right. Which was their their LP, I think. Nobody below LP, the age of 30 is going to know what a tape is. No, I know, exactly. Well, this is a bit of Rent, anyway, by the Petrol Boys from 1989. We'll be back after this. Uh, me and the other one sat next to me. Yeah. Yeah, true story. How's Karen, all right? Uh, she's not talked to me now. She said, I'm brilliant, I am. No, so, not again. Okay, fine. We're finished. Take me
Mark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Why be Andy Nuttall when you can be... Travel yourself interesting with Expedia.co.uk. Broaden your horizons with thousands of destinations and save when you book your flight and hotel together. Terms and conditions apply. See Expedia.co.uk for details. This message isn't aimed at you. You know that on a motorway, a red X above any lane means that you can't drive in it and could be prosecuted if you do. But apparently, there are some drivers who don't realise this and are a danger to themselves and to other road users. So those drivers do need to know that a red X above any lane means that the lane may be blocked by a broken down vehicle, emergency services or road workers. For more details, they should search online for smart motorways and never drive in any lane with a red X above it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South We're back. This is Andy. Uh, this is Paul. And we've had our, our favourite fan has just uh, text in saying, Morning, chaps. Sounding good. Do you Such reckon, a Phil? lot of... Di- sorry, what? sorry, sorry. You, what the... Fl- what? You knew. <laughs> that was close. What the flipping heck are you doing? Sorry. Such a lot of different subjects. Thanks, Phil. Sorry, that, Phil. I was reading it out and... <laughs> oh, Burkhead over there just <laughs> ruined it all. <laughs> Phil, you, c- can you come and save me? I'm a bit scared. He's slightly on the edge of um, going mad at somebody. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's not true. I thought it was different. We're, I think we're quite quite toned, tamed today. I'm tired. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm tired and stressed because of my failed migration from Eon to the co-op because the co-op only asked for half of my service and then I was going to get a bill on Jan- June the 1st for 295 quid from Eon and 210 quid from the co-op. And you worried about your caravan? I was. Oh, yeah. I'm worried a little. No, I'm not worried about the caravan. Though. Oh, that's not what kept you sl- away. No, no, that's why I've sold it. So that's fine. Okay. Yeah. But that was weird. I, so I dreamt about caravans last really? night. Really? How interesting. Tell me more. Connection we had. <laughs> Don't know. Tell me more about your caravan dream. I was. I dreamt that my Swedish lessons from now on were in a caravan at the bottom of the sea that I had to swim down to. And we pumped the air into it so that we could live in it. <laughs> and that's where my Swedish lessons... Yeah. And after a while, we would go down for our Swedish lessons, and other people had started using it. That would be passing by. Yeah. So I went in there one day for the Swedish lesson, and it was there was a woman in bed there, sleeping. And um, what did you do? Told her that she she could use it this time, but next time it's reserved for my Swedish language lessons. Was she attractive? I did, well, that wasn't part of the dream in this. Well, you must have known. You're right, then. Yeah, I got something in my eye. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> Fluff. That's a spy, dead spider. Oh, nice, yeah. I'll eat that. Um, so it's weird that we both had caravan-related... I think you were brought... You were by... What's the word? Telepathy. Well, I didn't dream about the caravan. No, but you were having caravan-related conversations yesterday, Well, yeah, because it was on eBay, and so I sold what? it. You transmitted that to me, I think. Well, we are. We have got the same brain. We share half each, don't we? Well, I sh- <laughs> Sometimes. I you've got it and I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I wonder if Phil... I wonder if Phil the Meek, he uh, listened to the opening music today and knew what the theme tune was from. Do you reckon he did? No. Should we just play it very quickly for him again, shall we? Go on, Let's then. do it from the, the beginning bit as well. Here we go. It's for you, Phil. <laughs> Sounds like Phil singing, doesn't it? I know. What's he saying? Down in the middle of the 
So she might remember what that's from, Phil? Come on, Phil, you'd have been about 40 years old when this was on. No. <laughs> I don't know when it was on. No, not me. We're going to have to play a song now because we've just tweeted out that uh, we're going to play the Electro Velvet Still In Love With You. Now, it's actually quite funny because we're playing the uh, Paddington theme in the background. <laughs> with the old trumpets, with the old wah 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 core horn on them. Who narrated this? Oliver Postgate. No, no, Ivor, no, no, no. Ivor Piggan. No. Michael Bond. You Michael, remember his voice? Michael Bond. I think we should find it on YouTube in a bit. Was that James? Oh, yeah. Michael Bond. The name yes. is Bond, Michael. My name's Paddington. <laughs> Paddington Bear. No, my name's Bear. Paddington Bear. That'd be better, wouldn't it? It wasn't Oliver Postgate that did these. It was Ivor... Um, who made them? Ivor... Yes. Flynn? Ivor Flynn? We'll check that out. Yeah, if you Postgate could. did all the other ones, like Pogles Wood and Ivor the Engine. I, I was in that studio where they did that, because he used I to work... I say you're in Ivor the Engine. He used to work for the BBC, and then he wanted to do these things, I think it was the Clangers, and they went, well, I'm going to laugh, aren't you? You're not doing that. So he said, well, I'll do it on my own. So he set up um, his own production company, but then the BBC bought them off him. He did well. He I did can't, well. I still can't think he did Paddington. Well, I'll check that out. Wasn't it Ivor... If I, oh. say, if I Google Ivor Paddington... Anyway, it's time now, Paulie boy. It's time now uh, to, to read this. Go on. I'll find a bit of paper. Do you need me on. for this? Not really. Okay. So, Electric Velvet... Electro Velvet, sorry. Bi- Bianca Nicholas and Alex Lark were thrust into the spotlight in March when Still In Love With You was selected as the UK song. It's been a non-stop whirlwind ever since. While some might describe Eurovision as a poison chalice, Nicholas and Lark had no hesitation in picking up the button. I said yes straight away. It's too big to turn down, said Nicholas, sounding like a lady because I did the wrong voice. We said yes to the song even before we knew it was going to be entered, Lark adds. Then David Mindle, who wrote the song, asked if it was okay to enter it for Eurovision. I said, are you having a luck? No, I said, it was a split-second decision, he says. We didn't think twice about it, so... It's huge to be in front of so many people. Well, I mean, Paul, you know about this. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, yeah. Performing being, and that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, being in monkey, monkey fish, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you're used to this. But this is Electro Velvet. And the Paddington theme, it sounds a little bit like it, actually, I think. See what you think, anyway. Not that bit. That doesn't sound like it. Yeah, that's Paddington. <laughs> Nothing like Paddington there, but you know what I mean. Ivor Wood. Ivor Wood. Yeah. Ivor Wood, would and you? A- and he shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Paul did. <laughs> this one goes out to Phil Meek. He was 20 when this was out. Well, don't get on the wrong train. Don't fly in an old plane. Don't go out in the pouring rain. You might get wet, I'd be upset. You're bound to get sneezes or nasty diseases. Take good care when I'm not there. I'm still in love with you. While I'm on vacation, you'd be a good patient. Take your medication. Can't be replaced 
sunshine. Don't drink too much wine, just one or two will have to do. I'm still in love with you. I'm still in love with you. Shibidi bat bat bidi bida bidi bida bidi bida bat bat bidoo. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Paul. So uh, that one goes out to uh, Brigitte, who is in sunny Madrid. Hola, mi amiga, como esta? Oi. There you go. CBN, see? CBN, where? Absolutely. Where? That's French now. We've got to be quick if you want to do that email. Okay, what email? That one that I said about. Well, I was just going to read that one. So okay. are you stopping me? Read that. Okay. Ha ha, our time window is closing. Enjoy your day, hun, and send my regards to Andy. Okay, well, this one's to Ulrika, Pierre, Brigitte, and some other one. Yeah, somebody else. If you could send us a photo of what you're doing, send us a photo, sat around a table, drinking Sandria. orange juice and eating uh, an English breakfast. I'm sure you're having. <laughs> if you could email us, studio at 7fm.com with that photo, Brigitte, then we'll put it on the 7fm website. Yeah, if we can. If we can be bothered. I think it's girls weekend they're having. Wow. Why don't we get they invited? They didn't invite us. Same, yeah, I was going to say the same. Why aren't we invited? I don't know. Maybe it's because we're too girly. Yeah. We're Are in you touch too with girly, girly? I'm in touch we're with my feminine side. I'm me. I'd rather be in touch with someone else's feminine side. I'm me. There we go. Well, I've touched mine. Oh, that's oh. nice. Oh, hello. Harder than I remember. Oh. <laughs> You've been working out. Thank you. Well, my biceps, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that time, you know, Paul. For what? I don't know. To, oh. me, to me to leave. Hang on. She's asking... Oh, she's asking for a song, is she? She's saying, Stry guys, it sucks big time. Well, well, I am is better at electro jazz. Oh, she doesn't like oh, the song. Oh, I the see song. the song. Sorry, the Eurovision song. The Eurovision. Come round here, slagging ours off, just because you won it last year. Well, I don't even know they got. Have you seen any Eurovision nah, stuff yet? No, we're not interested. It used to be in the old days when uh, Terry Terry Wogan used to do it. He used to ring up with his uh, with his old telephone voice like this. It'd be something like this, wouldn't it? He'd be, hello, this is Terry Wogan on listening on Eurovision tonight on Terry Wogan calling you on the BBC <laughs> in the background. That's good. Thank you. Like that you got the telephone voice there, the yeah. telephone noise. That's yeah. good. Do you like that? Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent, Smithers. Have another Rolling Stones kill. So, <laughs> so what we won't be watching. I'm not going to watch no, Eurovision. Blooming rubbish, rubbish, isn't it? Isn't it? Rubbish. Tosh. I don't even know the English. So is it Will I Am? Is the English entry? No. Well, what's the Will I Am angle? We then? just played it. That was a Eurovision song. That one we just played. Was it? Yeah. Oh blimey! Did you not hear uh, of what I read out beforehand when I said Electra Velvet, uh, Bianca Nicholas, and Alex Stark were thrust into the spotlight in March when Still in Love was selected as the UK song? Uh, you didn't no. hear any of that. I, that was a bit. I said you need me for this bit, and then yeah, I just then drifted off, off my own little world. Drifted off into your memory bliss. <laughs> oh, dear. Should we have, like, six we cups have of coffee at break? Why? I'm fine. I'm buzzing. You're I not. Ain't, I'm, You'll oh. just let yourself go. I, what happened were you running last week, well, anyway? I was waiting when you were going to ask me. My half marathon. Yeah, well, you have did it. It killed me, virtually. How's your coccyx? That's still sore, you know. Do you want me to rub it? Yeah. Come here. We've got any cream? Coccyx cream? Yeah. Um, got some flunoxetine. <laughs> don't know what that is. Sounds good, though, doesn't it? Actually, isn't that Prozac? I have no idea. <laughs> it was a really hard... I got round without stopping, but 13 and odd miles is oh, a long way to run. Long, that's the length of it, though, isn't it? And we started off stupidly fast, because I was running with Fit Fee. Fit, oh, Fit Fee? Yeah, Fit Fee. Fit Fee? Do you She's like fit, me? Yeah. Missing me? Yeah. And uh, her boyfriend, who's an ultra-marathon runner. Oh, God. So we started off running at eight minute miles, which won't mean a lot to you, but that's quite fast. That's the speed of it. And I can't keep that up. Nah. Uh, I did laugh, though, because Fit Fee runs in some short shorts. Oh, short shorts. Uh, so I, even Is with that... Is that like that, an out-out? Even, even with that incentive, I couldn't keep up with her. 
And uh, boyfriend apparently at one point, because he's so fit, he would run with her because she was miles in front, and then he'd run back to if I was still alive, and then he'd run back to her. So he'd probably run about two lots of the uh, He asked her if her shorts were hungry. No, if her bottom was hungry. Because he was eating her shorts. Yeah. Yeah, you got the punchline in before the actual <laughs> I did. Joke. Ruined it. Oh, no. You need some more coffee. I do. Can you put that special, that little tablet thing you put in last week? Hypno. Yeah, is that what it was? No. What did you put in it? I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Is it? I couldn't walk straight for a while. No, that wasn't because of that. Uh, I had to cross my legs. So, um, <laughs> Phil is saying, we wouldn't win Eurovision even if we were the only entry. No, I agree, Phil. Because they're, they're racist, aren't they, all these foreigners? Yeah, no one votes for us. No, no one likes us, us anymore. Everyone hates us. I'm glad to see Australia have joined the uh, EU, though. Have they? Well, they've been they've been invited to enter the Eurovision Song Contest. Are they going to? They're in it. What song's this? I thought it was Joe Knighton, but it's not. Captain Scarlet, dun-dun-dun. It is, isn't it? Oh, the Mysterons. Why don't we put this in as our Eurovision? Of course, we've got the back-to-back at 9.03 coming up with a bit of Petula Clark. She was uh, in Eurovision, wasn't she? Oh, I had a thing for her when did I was she, little. Did she do Downtown? Is that Petula Clark? I think it might have been. Is that one of our back-to-backs? It is. Oh, that's a good guess. Also, Don't Give Up is one. Don't Give Up. You will like the chord sequence in Don't Give Up. Okay. When you have a listen, you'll say, that's a Clarky chord sequence. Is it? No. Okay. Don't I know a Clarky chord sequence. You do, don't when you? When I hear one. F-sharp diminished four tiers to pickaday.co.uk backslash underscore. There we go. As you might say. So, it's coming up to the nine o'clock time thingy. Yeah. What we're going to do is we'll play another P. This P is a very famous P. This P uh, has got Ink Floyd on the end of it. Ink. Ink. Oh, I see. Yeah. See what I did? Yeah, good. So, we're going to play this now. Oh, great song. Another Brick in the Wall, part two. Great song. This is the radio edit, so there's no effing and jeffing in this one. will be if I join in. There is already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. is making you lonely you can always go downtown when you've got worries all the noise and the hurry seems to help i know downtown just listen to the music of the traffic in the city linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty how can you lose the lights so much brighter there Can't forget all your troubles, forget all your cares, so go down. 
Don't hang around and let your problems surround you. There are movie shows downtown. Maybe you know some little places to go to where they never close. Downtown, just listen to the rhythm of a gentle bossa nova. You'll be dancing with them too before the night is over. Happy again. The lights so much brighter there. You can't forget all your troubles, forget all your cares. So go downtown, where all the lights are bright. Downtown, waiting for. We do play your music on 7FM. Did you know we do do that? Yeah, we play ours as well. We do. You like a bit of Rupu? Me. He's good, isn't he, Rupert? He likes you. Who sang it? What's the name of the girl who sang it? I have no idea. So anyway, going back to TV. Yes, We're doing sort of a TV-themed type show today. It is, It is quite literally, mate. It ought to be... <clears throat> two TV shows that are on at the moment that are just uh, the one's just finished and I think actually the other one's just finished as well uh, Delivery Man on ITV have you watched that? no so Delivery Man is uh, take the Take Me Out host also ex-Phoenix Knights plays in the uh, ITV sitcom the best friend of ex-policeman officer Matthew Darren Boyd now do we know him? well yeah he's the one I believe Darren Boyd was the one that was in um Sort uh, fortitude, the one that was the weird. He played a uh, he played a very serious oh, role. Oh, the teacher who had his fingernails ripped out. Fat girl. Yeah, yeah. He's honestly he is so funny. If you watch his mannerisms, he's one of those guys. He'll just make you laugh. Watch it because he's okay. very funny. Okay. And um, the delivery man follows Matthew, who quits his job as a police officer and becomes a midwife on a maternity ward. <laughs> This, you know, laughs and things locked in there straight away. Of course there is. The six-episode series also stars uh, Aisling B, Faye Ripley, Alex McQueen and uh, Luella Gideon, written by Green Wings' Robert Harley and James Henry. The series aired on ITV with the final episode on Tuesday the 20th of May, so it's finished, but you can get them all back. Yep. But it is funny. Okay. Definitely funny. And the last one, which I'm going to talk about... Go on. ...is Car Share. 
So I've seen <laughs> the first episode and I haven't caught up with any more of it. And the first episode was very funny. Well, is that the one where she gets into the car with the uh, sample bottle? Yeah. Oh, I told you about this, didn't I? Because I'd seen the first one and you yeah. hadn't seen them. Have you seen them now then? I've seen two or three. I just find that so funny when she squirts that stuff over him and he says, Oh, what you done now? You squirted all your drink over me. She went, well, actually, it's, oh, what is it? Oh, it's it's got a weird smell. It's like... It's like got Red Bull and, and, and sweet and sour. She went, it's a sample, it's not a drink. He went, sample? What sort of sample? She went, urine. He went, oh, yeah. It's funny, and the funny oh, thing is, it's just relying on the dialogue, isn't it? Because it's just kind of pretty much set in the car. Well, did you know? I mean, they've struck gold, the BBC, with this, um, with this car share. The series becoming the highest rated new sitcom to premiere on any channel since 2011. Good grief. Car Share, which concludes its run on Friday night, has provided to be a better belter for the BBC One, with consolidated figures showing 6.85 wow. million people watched its opening episode on television, with another 2.5 million viewing it on iPlayer as well. That makes it the most watched episode of a new sitcom since 2011, and compares favourably even with the BBC One's other sitcom giants, such as Mrs Brown's Boys, which began with fewer than 3 million viewers when it first aired in 2011. Play. So even Janine found car share funny, and Janine, Janine laugh and at... she's not got a funny no, bone in her body. She's not, not even she her doesn't elbow. laugh at anything, no, ever. No. Apart from that time mis- you fell off there and tried cutting your leg off with a chainsaw. Say it is my, unless it's my misfortune. Well, exactly. We, well, we all laugh at that. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, yeah, it's good. I've got to catch up with the other, however many, five episodes. But yeah. promising. Very promising indeed. Um, and, you know, six episodes for a series, not a lot. I'm sure he's done that for a reason. Leave him wanting more. Absolutely. Like you the... do it at the end of a gig. Yeah. They're all shouting, they're all taking their underwear off. Yeah. And some of them are women, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and throwing them at you, um, that late, that old lady in a wheelchair. She yeah. threw hers at you. That, oh, yeah. no. Do you reckon that happened on the six when we do this gig? That um, you're now our official sound guy for? The sound guy? The sound guy. It could be a sitcom here. Are you going to film it for us and put it on YouTube? I will film it if you want. And record my... it professionally for yeah, us. Yeah, we'll do And, and release it as a CD. Give yeah. me all the money from it. And the DVD. Blu-ray. Right? Yeah, Blu-ray. is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. Cheers, mate. No problem. <laughs> um, that's a true story. So, I've also been listening to other stuff as well. So, I've been listening to audiobooks, as I do. Yes, you do. <clears throat> While you're doing gardening and stuff. Oh, yes. And fence painting. I've been... What are you doing? I thought you said French painting. I've been... What? Oh, see, Did that not go in? No, it didn't go anywhere near. Oh, go and get it. Okay. Oh, it's pathetic. I hate him so much. Back in the room. Oh, hi there. Um, you were just saying how much we liked you. So I've been listening to a new audiobook, which has taken me, and I've won a prize from Amazon for listening to it in seven days. Really? Seven-day wonder, they call me. How do they me. know you've listened to it? I don't know. Well, they know everything, don't they? freaks you out, isn't it? Have you got a problem? Not really. It's no problem. Well, isn't that scary that, um, no, don't, isn't that scary that they know you've been listening? I hate anything like that. I don't so want people what? to know what Does I'm it doing. Matter? Does it matter? No. Not really. Take that webcam out my ass as well. I don't want that there anymore. It's not a webcam. It's oh, a public it? address broadcast oh, system. Crikey. So, I downloaded this this song, this book, even called Amok. Okay. And it's not an audio book. It's basically more like a, um, a play. Okay. And it's got some great actors in it. So, it's got the guy, the black guy, who was in The Hustle. Okay. Is Adrian Lester? Well, you're not. You're asking the wrong person, aren't you? I'm rubbish on TV stuff. And then Elfie McFadden, is it? I can't remember. She plays cricket for Australia. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and Peter Firth. Oh, I've heard of him. Peter Firth is in Spooks. Okay. And was also in the Double Deckers. That's where I know the name from. Double Deckers. Really? Yeah. Because we talked about the Double Deckers on air recently. Did we say about Peter Firth? Yeah, we looked up all the characters. Oh, the guy out of Spooks. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Firth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Peter yeah. Firth, he talks very posh. Yeah. Nothing like that at all. Um, and also the guy who... Who's the guy that was in The Hustle as well? Glenn... Glenn... De Jackson? No, that's not him. <laughs> oh, I can't remember his name. But he... The guy who was the lead guy in it. I, I could look him up. Oh, no, I'm getting well, a piece his, his brother... Okay. His brother is... Um, are you paying attention or you have yeah. another radio show going I'm, on there? Yeah, I'm doing too well. I'm broadcasting this on um, Radio Gloucester as well. Oh, yeah, thank free, you. Uh, <laughs> so what, what was the, the guy's name? Oh, Gleniston. Gleniston. Have you, is that the th- thing you were trying to remember or what he was in? Colin Gleniston. So his brother is the guy who plays Gene, whatever his name is, in um, Life on Mars. Philip Glenister. That's No, that's the guy from Life on Mars, isn't it? He was an actor in Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. And there's a Robert Glenister. Oh, to Hustle. Yeah. 2004. That's Robert Glenister. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. him. So he, his, he's, and then his brother played um, in Life on Mars. He was the Gene, Gene the Copper, the one who used to be sexist and all that. So dumb quite they're brothers in real life. I think they are, yeah. Oh, that would make sense, because they're both called Glenister. Yeah, they've both got the same name. Got you, yeah, he's six foot one, you know. Good. That's the height of him. Yeah. Well done, Paul. You're very apt, aren't you? I'm trying my best. I'm getting abuse. Uh, you, did you... Someone saw... Actually, not someone. It's Brigitte. You put back-to-back with at Petula Clark, and she's put best nickname ever, Andy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> See what she said Who she said there? that to? Well, she posted that on to you. Oh, thanks, Brigitte. As in, she's trying to pretend you call me Petula. Thank you. Love you. Yeah, all right. Leave it out now. <coughs> Keeps Sorry. liking all your photos. I know she did. Well, she likes me. That's We're right. friends. I can't wait. She's invited me over to, to Sweden here. What? To Sweden. Flipping better not I do. No, seriously. And also, I've invited her to my birthday party as well. She's coming for that. That's all right, because I'll be there then to keep an eye on you. Well, I'm not sure you will, really. <laughs> so this one's going out to Mark Faraday anyway, if he was listening. But he's he not. listened last week, didn't he? he Weirdly. Did, he did listen last week. Wouldn't hurt him. So this one is one that you will like. It begins with P, and the second name, the uh, second uh, second word is J. It begins with J. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, this one is? Pearl Jam. <laughs> Even Flow from Guitar Hero. I can play this on Guitar Hero. <laughs>
God morgon allihopa. Det här är Veronica från Sverige och ni lyssnar på 7FM. Mm, that's what I thought. Exactly. Thank you, Veronica. That's massively topical. I know. That's good. I know, of course it is. I like it. Thank you. That's right. I do plan this show out, Paul. It's just not like something you throw together on a Wednesday night. I plan this out and <laughs> I'm interacting, <laughs> with, interacting with my listeners, our listeners. Yeah. So Veronica from Sweden and also uh, the other one, Brigitte you and said- her friends. You said my listeners, and then you changed it to our listeners. Yeah, just in case, because I don't know how sensitive you are. You don't want to get me above my station, do you? We don't like it when either of them talk to me or like anything I no. put on Facebook. So I've got to be careful. Got to be careful, girls. Don't make it too obvious, because poorly boy don't like it. I'm gets very jealous. Possessive, that's all. Yeah, watching with your sister, Big Eater, as well. You Come take on. everything that's precious to me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like your missus, kids, <laughs> car, garage. House. Yeah. <laughs> A telegraph pole in your garden. We should congratulate Veronica because she's technically inept. She won't know what that means because she doesn't speak English. She speaks English very well, <laughs> and she's never yeah, been able to listen live. But she's never been able to listen live before. Why? Because she hasn't worked out to be able to do it. I just click on the button I've installed on the website, and now she's done it. Good girl. Well done, Veronica. Ah, I just thought some it. Just talk it, set. All right. Hey, good, good morning. Deha, Veronica. I can't. I can't remember what she says. Something about fracasso. Uh, fracasso. <laughs> Did I say that carefully? That's <clears throat> what you have on your breakfast and your toast, isn't it? Yeah. Bit of frucost. Put that trumpet down, Paul. Sorry. And the mute is all you're playing with. <laughs> he followed me in here. <laughs> oh, you are a nicey little blimmer, aren't you, eh? <laughs> this will all have to change if we're on dab, won't it? Oh, yeah. Emily's online. Who's Emily? Oh, that's my daughter. Oh, what's she going to Skype in? So now she might do. Yes, your wife won't be up yet, will she? God, no. 25 past nine. She on the... Um, with you again till yeah. early hours in the Oh, morning. you know her. You know her well. Yeah, I know. So that's it. True story. So what else has been going on then? So um, we talked about that. We talked about my book. It's very much a me, me, me show today. Yeah, I know. You Poltergeist know. is at the cinema this weekend. It's uh, a oh. suburban home is invaded by spirits in this remake of the 1980s horror classic. When the Bowen family uh, move into their new home, everything seems perfect. That is, until strange things start happening. Soon they come to realise that their new house is home to a collection of poltergeists, angry souls from beyond the grave. When their youngest daughter is suddenly taken by the spirits, the barons realise they must do something and everything in their power to get her back. Sam Rockwell, Rosemary Dewitt and Jared Harris, a game of shadows he was in, look out for plenty of knowing nods to the original, and I've uh, missed a bit out there, but who cares, including the classic scene with the haunted tree and the spooky clown doll. That makes sense. Caroline. Caroline, come to the light, Caroline. I remember that bit because the mother's going, No, Caroline, don't go to the light, don't go to the light. Come to the light, Caroline. Caroline, come to the light. Oh, don't go to the light, Caroline. Oh, the light's on, Caroline. It's for you. Come on, come on, quite no, literally, don't, you know. I won't become a posh English lady. And I'll become quite the <laughs> Dr. Evil going on with the Dr. Evil poltergeist. Quite literally, come on. But I'm a lady. What's freaking going on down here? Come on into the TV set with me. <laughs> the, do you know the original um, put the willies up me? Did they? Yeah. Ooh, it was scary. That could be nasty. Um, Never had that done before. Especially the clown doll under the bed where he looks under the bed and the... Oh, it's... Yeah. It's on the chair, isn't it? That's and then he I... looks up and it's not on the chair anymore. Mm. There's something about toys that come alive and murder you in the night <laughs> I don't like. It's bizarre. It's I a know. strange, perplexing mystery. I wonder why. <laughs> We're starting to buzz a bit now, are we? We are a little bit. Maybe it's, go. maybe it's the little cake you had. It might be. I do need to cough, though. Go on, then. Thank you. Nice That's better. <clears throat> okay, much better. Yeah, it was a scary film, but the trouble is with remakes, yeah. they're either brilliant or they're rubbish. Well, this is going to be brilliant, isn't it? Because it's going to have all the the new tech CGI stuff in it. True. 
So me and Emily were watching the CGI stuff this week that they did on Game of Thrones. And do you, oh, you haven't seen it, but there's this one bit when um, a lovely blonde lady who keeps getting her kit off all the time, which I'm just getting a bit fed up with it, really. Yeah, I it's bet, terrible, yeah. yeah. yeah and, um, pause button. Oh, broken. absolutely. Worn out. And um, when, when all her armies are in front of her, in, stood in front of her in, like, big squares with thousands of men, they just show how they do it. They do have one, oh, okay. one line of men, and then they just duplicate them. I have seen the bit with their armies. Yeah. Yeah, they're on her shoulders, aren't they? Uh, they are, they are. That's it, but the dragon is as well. They sit there. <laughs> so, Poltergeist, that's at the cinema this weekend, along with two other, uh, or a few other shows, actually. Moomin's on the Riviera. Oh, that's scary um, as well. Is it? Terrifying. Is it really? Yeah. The Moomin's returning this gorgeous hand-drawn feature film based around... Hand-drawn feature film? Go into the light, Moomin, Papa! <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do a spoof of Poltergeist in the middle of it. What's a moomin? <laughs> it's like a fat hippo thing. Yeah, it was a mirror. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. That hurts. Ow. Uh, the new girlfriend as well. That's uh, that's a fifteen. Yeah, that's got a spoof in it to uh, the moomins. <laughs> the moomins. And this one that's got a spoof to uh, the girlfriend is what's new at the flicks this weekend is Tomorrowland: A World Beyond. Here we go. It's all happening. Disney presents an epic adventure beyond imagination starring George Clooney, uh, the coffee man, and newcomer Britt Robertson. Is Britt a girl's name? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah. Or is it Britta? Because rebellious yet intelligent teenager. That, that could be a guy, but I reckon that's a female character. I reckon you could be right, Paulie boy. It's all on at the cinemas. It's happening. It's happening. Get up there. You know it makes sense. Indeed. D-Day. 50 small boats involved in the evacuation of Allied troops from the beaches of Dunkirk in World War II set sail from Kent yesterday to mark the 75th anniversary of the rescue. Oh, yeah. Um, new figures show that net migration to the UK reached 318,000 last year. Wow. The highest total for a decade. Mm. Wow. And rail unions have called off a national bank holiday strike after receiving a revised offer in their pay dispute with Network Rail. Well, well. Okay. And uh, this one might be relevant to us. The exams regulator has suggested that the new GCSE in maths is too hard and needs to be rewritten. Too hard? Yeah. have got it hard enough. Beat them. Yeah. Beat them, <laughs> whip them, and make them do it in jelly. There we go. Uh, government's plans bring in a law that will allow them to seize illegal workers' wages. Well, that's called like taxation, that. Paul, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. And then yeah. one that's close to our house. House. Hi, One that's to our house. The latest figures suggest that people in England are drinking the equivalent of... Don't look. Oh, you've got it there, I mean. No, I haven't, I haven't read it. How many, um... <clears throat> well, 12... I'll just can't be bothered. 12 million more bottles of wine a week than we previously thought. 12 million! And that's just your sister, isn't it? Yeah. Lying about our wine consumption has left many of us red-faced, Paul, as many as a result of spilling claret around uh, our mouths. Do, have you noticed that? <laughs> you have, like, a big... Karen says you've got red wine smile. No, so I don't. I beat her when she says that. I don't really drink a lot of red wine, even oh. though you keep buying it me for my birthday. You don't really drink it. Is that why you keep giving it me back as presents? Yeah, the I, things wrap I it do up. for you. I do. I give you, lend you. Yeah. you still, you've got, still got my fence banger. Uh, yeah, he said he's enjoying it at our house. He's still using it. Yeah. That's right, because I went to use it again yesterday. Oh, I'll bring no, it back. Don't, 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 bring, don't bring it. I want to I have it over you. The, tr- <laughs> the trouble is with the fence banger. Yeah. It's blimmin' heavy, isn't it? That's after the bangerness of it. After you've done three Why posts. Why don't you pay me to come and put your fence up next week? I'll do it. You're too expensive. I don't know how much I'm going to charge. Just give me some credit on the transmission. All right. I'll give you all this stuff for nothing. You're still going to charge me thousands of pounds <laughs> a, a week to put that <laughs> antenna up on your in your bedroom <laughs> with a camera. Got to put bread on the table. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> how's, your, how's your panels doing? Mine are doing very well. Yeah. Well, we very had a problem. Well. We had a problem. Ooh. You know our Emerson. 
Yeah. It said there's a fault in your heater, and I thought the uh, immersion tank was blown up. What you got to do? There's a fault in your heater. <laughs> what time you gonna do? That's hit that heater. That what? Sorry. So the nice man from Roxon came round. Chris. Um, no. Was Nate, it when with the bow tie? No. It's a bow tie day today, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. yeah. I forgot his name. Herman. The guy that came round. Herman Schmidt. Oh, I don't like it when I can't remember things. Anyway, yeah. he reset it all and he said, uh, it's just a little glitch. If it does it again, it just let us know. Nice we'll uh, come round and fit you a new emission. So we haven't been heating our hot water for the last week. Oh, we have. We put 20 kilowatt hours into ours last week. I think. Oh, yeah. How many of you did? We got up to that much, but that's not what we put into our hot water. Okay. We need to get that heater in for our swimming pool as well. Well, Can let's get it sorted. Do that. Again, I should be... Ha- While I'm not working, I will come and help you do all this, and mm. I only charge £50 an hour. So, I mean, that's... Um, mates rates, it's £25.50 plus fat, plus a free back rub off your missus. <laughs> <laughs> that's only worth 50p. Oh, that's not very nice, is it? That's oh, true, well, actually. I'd have done it. It wouldn't be nice. <laughs> She'll never let you down, your missus. She will never, ever let you down. That was a bit of a link there. Slick. Straight out of the way.
One thing I'll never do to you, Paul. You know what it is? Yeah. What? Build me up. Okay. I was going to say let you down, but you're right. Actually, okay. it's a true story. Uh, como esta, mi amigas? What? Who's that to? What? Well, listeners in Wales. Hola, hola. Well, I think we might be broadcasting live to the um, bicicleta. Uh, quiero uh, una cerveza uh, con leche. Is Por that, favor. Are we, that's Spain, isn't it? Isn't that Spanish for bicycle? I don't know. They're in the bicycle club. I said, can I have a beer with milk, I think. (laughs) So apparently, we've been turned (coughs) up. Turned up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Uh, We're now broadcasting live to the Bicicleta Hotel. Perfecto. I think Madrid. Perfecto. So how do we say that? Hola. 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 So we have to say a big hello to Begita. Okay. Ulrika. Ulrika. Pia. Pia. Sofia. Sofia. Anis. Hola. Tina. Tina. And Eva. Eva. Hey. Alihupa. Mi amigas. Yeah. We're a mixture of Spanish and... Swedish. Tout le monde. <laughs> <laughs> may we, may we. <laughs> Bonjour tout le monde. Ça va bien, ouais? <laughs> hey, it's good. So we're now into international again. again. We haven't been we, to Spain, have we? We have a Spanish show, completely in Spanish, on a Friday night yeah. called... Uh, something Esta Noches, uh, which is somewhere in the night. I mean. Is it in the night garden? Yeah. In the night garden. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're live in a hotel. <clears throat> we better be turned up really loud. Is it, to everybody in the breakfast room, well, actually, what are you still doing in the breakfast room? It's yeah. half past 11. It's half past 11. What are you doing? Get out. Get on the wine. So what are, you doing, what are they going to be doing now? They're going to be getting down the beach? Uh, probably lying around the hotel. Yeah. Uh, sunbathing. Sunbathing. Possibly in bikinis. Okay. Uh, Possibly in... Um... Okay, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else they do with the bikinis? Sorry, go on. Just lie around looking attractive. That's what they do, Swedish women. Well, that's what you do. I do. I always have my bikini on. You've got it on now. Yeah. I see where you've waxed. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that... someone spilled a bottle of milk. <laughs> <laughs> I what that means. I really don't know what that Can means. Can I just apologise to anybody who's now eating their breakfast and the thought of me in a bikini? Yeah. I look... oh, yeah, all right. Don't do sick come at me, man. Don't. Then. People are eating. Sorry. It's not good. Yeah. Anyway, hello. Yeah. It's cool that we're in Spain. It's, well, we are. We're not in Spain. Hello, well, we... breakfast room. Yeah. Hola. Uh, what's breakfast? Um, Frukost. No, that's, oh, that's Swedish. Swedish. I don't know. I. You could speak Spanish, and I forgot. I was. I used to work with a Spanish guy, and we used to have Spanish lessons every day. Yeah. He was getting really good, but not at breakfast time. Oh, obviously, he was getting really good. See what I did? Oh, sorry. Pathetic. <sighs> Wait, was it breakfast? Was it? Yeah. But you can't remember the word for breakfast. I can't remember. I used to say bath, vamos a. Someone let us know the word for breakfast. Con me. Vamos a. I think that means are you going or something, or I'm going. Oh, hang on, they're not in a hotel, they're in a bar. Oh my god, what's wrong with the girls? Hello to the be- the bicycle bar. The bicycle bar? That's what it is, isn't it? It sounds like a bicycle. Could, be. could be. They're all on unicycles. Fantastic, you've got to be careful, because if you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. So, a group of ten suspected illegal immigrants have been arrested after they were found hiding in the boots of uh, brand new £70,000 Maseratis on their way to a British dealership from an Italian family. That must be a big pair of boots. Well, it is. It's the first Maserati making people carriers as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you can turn us down, by the way, now in Spain. Yeah, turn us down because we're going we're <laughs> to crack some English jokes. Yeah. yeah, it's not even very funny, really. Um, what else is going on in the news? Poldark. Oh, the BBC's announced that the Cornish drama Poldark will be returning for a second series. Oh, Jethro. So if you want to see what Cornwall was like in the 18th century, you can tune in or visit most of Cornwall right now. <laughs> <laughs> was that the joke on the page there? What joke on the page? Yeah. It's all ad-lib. What are you on about? <laughs> Ruining it. <laughs> so Miss Forsyth has admitted he doesn't miss presenting Strictly Come Dancing at all. Good game, good game. 
Yeah, Mainly because okay. it is there. You didn't remember presenting Strictly Come Dancing, that's why. Whatever. <clears throat> I've worked out where we are now. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Davina McCall. Do you like her? I like him. Yeah, he's lovely. She likes you as well. Okay, good. And her husband, Matthew Robertson, have yeah. renewed their wedding vows in an extremely low-key ceremony in Las Vegas. Oh, fantastic. Uh, though extremely low-key in Vegas means the maids of honour just wore one glittery nipple tassel instead of two. Okay, that's that sounds good. That. Yeah, I'll say, see why you missed that one out now. Yeah, I can say tassel. <laughs> BBC Two has commissioned a new three-part factual series about baking in the Victorian era. Oh, yes. It's thought it will feature Mary Berry. Cause Mainly because she's around back then and remember what it's like. Yeah, I she's was going to make that joke before I saw that. Okay, that's very good. Um, yeah, story. Yeah. A children's story written by Queen Victoria when she was just ten years old to be wow. published for the first time. She even, needs the money. Even dead celebs are cashing in on their children's book craze oh, now. Terrible, terrible, terrible. There you go. Yeah. And um, how about this then? YouTube has yeah. to give viewers the option of paying a monthly fee to skip the adverts. I'll do that. If it's £5 or less, I will do it. There you go. You've heard it here first. Yes, on 7FM. Yeah. Ollie Merz has confirmed he has spoken with Simon Cowell about the vacant X Factor presenter job. Uh, well, he spoke. Simon just giggled uncontrollably. Oh, no, that'll be good. They haven't asked me yet. Well, well because you're a failed voice man. Oh. No need for that. Oh, sorry. Can we do the next one in a styly? On a rubber dub styly. A rubber <laughs> Actor Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, is yeah. to release his first cookbook next year. Uh, yeah, actors usually have really good knowledge of what goes on in a top restaurant. It comes from all that working as waiters. That's true. I bet. I hope it's going to contain Scooby Snacks. <coughs> Scooby Doo <Doo-Doo. laughs> Anyway, time for a party song now for the girls in Sweden. This one is better. for you, girls. This one is for you. You got to get started early, man. You got to get started early. Get dancing round the pool, girls. Yeah. That bloke at the bar just called you a horrible name. Punch him in the face. Go on, you know you want him. That's him. That one there, that's him. Yeah.
Salut, sunt Raluca și ascult Severn FM. Ah, oh, that's very kind of you, Indeed. Luca. Yeah, she said you like Schlucks and uh, you're uh, on 7FM. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I nice. knew that. I like pink. She likes you as well. She's pink, but not very fluffy, is she? No, she's very not fluffy, but she's very, very, very good at uh, singer and, stuff. And, and other stuff. Yeah. She's an actress as well, isn't she? She's I'm an actor. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, you have to call them actors. Yeah. Oh, oh, why do they do that? I'm not really sure, Paul. All right. I'm just not sure. I don't care. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it. I think we peaked a bit early, haven't we? No, we peaked late today. I haven't, there's no peaking. What are you going on about peaking? Well, I peaked. You and your ducks going on about ducks. What? Peaking ducks. Oh, grown. With pancakes. Yeah, duck they're sauce. nice. Oh, nice. We, sauce. Should, we should go out for it, yeah. Got a couple out there. Have okay. you? I made a mistake this week of um, my little ducky. She's um, Karen. the hisser. No, the one that if you got to... Just yeah, like, Karen. No. no. She's sat on eggs, and um, she's been sat on them for a while now. They're alive. Mm. Alive, alive, oh. So I thought, well, what I'm going to do, because the chickens keep getting in and sitting on them as well. So Really? Yeah, and it's like they do a bit of sort of car share, duck share. <laughs> sort of egg sharing. And um, mummy birds goes and sits on them, and also black rock. So, and then they growl at you when you take them off. Yeah. And the duck just sits next to her and let them do it. That's really weird. Yeah, it is. So, but they haven't got wet bums, so they, they, they won't work. So, they properly. have to have wet bums, seriously? The, so, duck's eggs are harder than chicken eggs. Okay. So, that's why they have to a bit more, because they've got to, they've got to tolerate the wet bottom of a duck. Wow, I didn't know so that. All interesting stuff, this. Yeah. All interesting stuff. So, um, but the chi- I decided to put a fence round the duck. I thought I'll put a little bit of a fence about that yeah. high just to stop the chickens getting onto the eggs. Yeah. Because what they're doing is laying their eggs in the cluster. So you've got all these duck eggs and then two or three brown eggs and they keep getting more and more every day. <laughs> Ducks know three feet off the ground. Yeah. So then I go and collect all the chicken eggs when I can, when the duck isn't on them. Yeah. So I thought I'd do this. So I did this day before yesterday. And when I was doing it, she just got, she just took off. Flew up the air. And then flew into the thing and then she's abandoned the eggs. She had an HOJ. She had an air off job. So I cut a little hole in the fence. Be an FOJ, to, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Tried to... Feather off job. Yeah, okay. Trying to... Very good. Very well done. Very good. That's brilliant. Well done, Paul. <laughs> Fantastic, Paul. Brilliant joke. Well done. Right, move on. Okay. Um, anyway, she won't go back on them. Oh, no. So I put them in the incubator, but they smell. And I looked in them oh. and nothing's moving. I think they're all out. They're all knackered. No. So I think they've been knackered for a while anyway. But they don't know, do they? They just sit on them. They just sit on them. Then what they... We did that with a chicken. We put duck eggs under a chicken. Of course, duck eggs... Um, hatch a week later than chicken eggs. Right. So the one mother, after the first three weeks when they should have hatched out, she broke them all open and ripped out the ducks, killed them all. Oh, no. Yeah. Pulled them out with her eggs, threw them out. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Because she that's... thought she was saving their lives. No, she thought she was killing them. Because she was annoyed. Because this one duck chicken we got grey, right. she growls at you when she's on, on heat. Really? <laughs> when she's on heat, yeah. I've definitely. met women like that. So Have you? Yeah, well, they growl scary, at you. Yeah. A lot of women do growl at you, Paul, don't they, naturally? Yeah. I don't know yeah. why it is. It's so you normally follow by the words, keep away from me, or the injunction will be... Oh, yeah, of course. You, yeah. yeah, I forgot about the injunction. Yeah. It's time to do the news, though, Paul. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. We just I, tweeted out that that's going to happen. I need to reach my spectacles. Oh, I think I might reach mine, actually. Let me just get mine on. Oh, yeah. We've got our spectacles on today. Yeah, because then we do the news in a better way if we've got I our think, glasses on. I think if we've got the glasses on. Because we're more serious. I would do it in a more serious way. Okay. Here we go. Nature, nature Watch now. <laughs> <laughs> That's from uh, our Phil. Cool. You know Phil? Yeah, remember I remember Phil? him, yeah. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, okay. Nice bloke. He's lovely. This is niceness of him, though, I think. Just it, in case. Oh, did you oh, hear that? Yeah, that, that was, was Phil. That was Phil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil. Just in case. <laughs>
So newspaper headlines today, EU poll gaff and Eurovision poisoning. A range of stories appear on Saturday's front pages today. The Eyes Imaginative front page uses 18 picture panels, demonstrating still images from CCTV cameras, with only four showing clear pictures. It illustrates a report that councils are turning off surveillance cameras to save funds. The Eyes sister paper, The Independent, also leads on the story, calling it the secret CCTV switch-off. The trend has led to concerns that police will find it more difficult to investigate crimes, the paper says. Online retailer Amazon has responded to criticism of its low tax structure by starting to pay tax on its UK sales in Britain instead of Luxembourg, the FT Weekend reports. The Daily Mirror has an... Int- oh, hang on, what am I doing? The Daily Star is looking ahead to the Eurovision Song Contest in Vienna tonight, where it says the hopes of British hopefuls, Electro Velvet, have received a timely boost. Apparently a mystery virus has struck down several of the duo's rivals at the event. Oh dear. Uh, the Daily Mirror has an interview with the brother of a man who was shot dead along with his wife, mother-in-law and a cyclist in the French Alps in 2012. Zaid Ahili, who was released after questioning by police last year, tells the paper he did not play any part in the killings. The Guardian says it was accidentally emailed details of secret research being conducted by the Bank of England into the potential financial so- shocks for the UK. Should it vote to leave the European Union in a planned in-out referendum? The bank describes the leak as an unfortunate accident, but adds that it should not come as a surprise that it's undertaking the work. People's prospects for getting on the property ladder are the focus of the Daily Express. It reports that a building society is offering what the paper calls the lowest-priced fixed-rate mortgage ever at 1.07% over two years. Wow. The Times says the Deputy Children's Commissioner for England, who was criticised for failing to speak out about widespread abuse by Pakistani gangs, received a six-figure pay on quitting her job. However, she has been hired for nearly £1,000 a day as a consultant leading an inquiry into sex abuse, the paper says. NHS spending leads a Daily Telegraph, which reports that the sum paid out on temporary staff rose by a third to £3.3 billion in the last financial year. That's your front pages on Saturday the 23rd of May. This is 7FM. Did you like the uh, Freudian mistake I made? Financial socks. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't notice them and I never pick them up, your mistake. Yeah, so really? I didn't oh, notice. you look so much better looking with these glasses Do on. I? Do I look further so away? Good. Yeah. You look like, um, put them back on again. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, no. You remind me of somebody. Who do you look like? Some attractive bloke. Oh, I know who it is. Um, um, yeah. Matt Lucas. Oh, great. <laughs> I am going to sneeze. Do you want to drop... Shall I... Hang on. That's better. That was three. And another one. Do you always do... Do you always come in threes? Are you being serious now? Are you messing about? No, I am messing about. What do I sneeze messing about, you burp? I thought they were comedy sneezes. They're not comedy sneezes, Paul. Okay. A comedy sneeze would be, oh, hello, hachoo. <laughs> Here we go. And that was it. Ten minutes left. That's a true story. That's messing me right up now, that has. What, sneezing? Yeah. It's all gone wrong now. It's supposed to be pleasurable sneezing, isn't it? Not really. You don't, you're not, don't look very happy. Oh, not at all, now. Twelve things we didn't know last this time last week. Aha, see, no, hang what? on a minute. Oh, go on. Hang on a minute. Um, talk for a sec, Paul. I've just seen the feature that happens to be on the top of my page here. What is it? Health benefits of being short. Oh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> it is, because uh, we're you quite are short. tall. Um, yeah, do you want me to quickly do these? Yeah, go on then. Uh, new research has discovered that the shorter you are, the greater your... Oh, hang on. The greater your risk is of heart problems. <laughs> that's not a health benefit. Oh, <laughs> that's but funny. don't worry. 
Oh. Having done some of my own research, I've discovered there are several health benefits to being short. Here's just a few of them. Go on, then. Uh, being short means you're harder for hitmen to assassinate you because you're less of a target. Like that. Being short means a lot of the unhealthy food in the supermarket isn't available to you because you can't reach the top shelves. Like that. Uh, being short means if you fall over and hit your head, you won't hit it as hard as a tall person because you won't have fallen so far. Uh, being short means you won't have to duck as often as a tall person to avoid being hit by some dangerous object that's flying through the air. Uh, being short means most virus germs will go straight over your head if they're coughed at by a tall person. I like that. And being short means that you may not get served for years longer than you should in pubs, thus lessening your chances of serious liver disease. There you go. True story. True story. I've had enough time there for you to Yeah, that's very, very good. So you know what it is now? No. 12 things you didn't know this time last week. Coming in at number 12, a bus powered by Cow Dung has set a land speed record for buses. Wow. Oh, 15%. And number 11, 15 of us we're, wish we could really dance. Oh, you're going backwards. A quarter of Brits at number 10 have developed a taste for real ale in recent years, and it's no longer the preserve of old men like Kill Me. Number 9 coming in. School children who don't use their mobile phones in class get the equivalent of an extra week's worth of lessons a year. No way. At number 8, our favourite smell is fresh bread, but our least favourite is the smell of the bins. And quite literally, coming in at number 7, the annual cost of a car insurance from 15 year old now exceeds their entire budget for a car and insurance combined. Yeah, and also a 17 year old as well. Okay. At uh, number six, 54% of Brits... What did Brits, I say? Except 15-year-old. It would be quite expensive for 15-year-old, wouldn't it? Okay. 54% of Brits worry about sorry, getting a stomach Sorry, hang on a minute. Sorry, sorry listeners, for <laughs> making that terrible mistake. Well, they're on holiday. I'm really sorry about that. All right? <laughs> well, I, I, my rule is... Shut let, up and get on with it. Let the first 10 mistakes go and pick up on the 11. <laughs> uh, <at> number five, <clears throat> a third of Brits take tea bags when going abroad. Uh, Colleen Rooney at number four and her family have bought a caravan in Prestatin. No way. Exactly. At, at number three, people called Megan and Nathan are the most likely to cheat. And Romania has the happiest children in the world. There you go, Reluca. It's true. Number two. And at the top of the tree this week at number one, the fastest growing language in the UK is... Emoji. What's that? Emoji. It's Oh, don't you know what that is, stupid? Emoji. Emo- no, emoji. What's that? Emoji. I have no idea. You don't know what that is? No, 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 no. Oh, we're not going to tell you. I'm not with the kids. Google it. Okay, I need you. <laughs> I've got my mate Google. <laughs> Have we got time for two songs? Uh, nah. Okay. Isn't emoji the thing on the iPhone that you use to send like a smiley and a happy and a, you know, a picture of a hamster riding a bike? Isn't that an emoticon? That's an, they are emoticons, but I think emoji is, isn't it? I don't know. What, I'm looking at emoji now. I will. I'll have to do it quickly. Okay. Uh, emoji. We haven't got long left, Paul. Hurry up. I'm going. Hurry up, oh, Paul. Pr- I hate the pressure. Hurry up, Paul. Hurry up. Done it yet? Done no. it yet? Hurry up, Paul. Paul, oh, done it. I saw these chat Done it. Have you done it yet? Emoji meaning. What is it? Uh, oh, this something called Emojipedia. <sighs> uh, the word emoji means picture letters in Japanese. Thank you. There you go. I was right. Okay. Yeah. Each character has an official right. name defined as part of the Unicode. Shouldn't be allowed on this show. He's so pathetic. <laughs> You're killing me. Thank you there. too, Phil. Yeah. You have a good weekend too, what mate. What did you say to him? Thank you too. Oh, sorry, I misheard you. And also thank you to Begita. And her friends, Erika, Pierre, uh, Tina, and the other one. Oh, the bikini selfie that I requested on your behalf. Yeah? Beyond your back. Yeah? Says, uh, according to Pia, well, she put Pua, actually. Okay. And then correct it. They will arrive after the 17 mojitos we will drink. Fantastic. We don't can care you, when it arrives. Can you just send them to me and not him? Well, that's funny, because I've just said, please just send them to me. <laughs> Yeah, but you're a very selfish person. I'm, I am as well. Sort I'll sell them to you once they come to me. Sell them? Sell them, yeah. What sort of bloke are you? I'm a uh, poor bloke. Oh, I don't know. It's true. True story. That is true. Exactly what you are. What you up to today, then, Andy? Well, I don't know. I'm going to play a song, though, next. I've had enough. Oh, and it's going to stop. Fine. Oh, Biggie, it's just tagged me in a post. Yeah, me. Is it the photo? Yeah. 
Oh, fantastic. <laughs> this one is Band on the Run for everyone out there that we love. Band on the Run. Oh, and Phil wants to see them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this boy? Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Wings, yeah. We'll be back next week on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show at the same time of 8am in the morning at ui.la slash m. Paul's back on Wednesday, don't bother listening. I'm not, I'm not. Stuck inside these four walls Sent inside forever Never seeing no
world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.